Hi, this is Doug Beecham again. Thanks for joining me on this podcast. If you didn't hear the previous podcast, um, this one might not make a lot of sense. So I hope you go back and uh, listen to the previous podcast because this one sort of is, is in essence, part two of, uh, of that podcast. Just real quick, if you just jumped in and don't want to go back, uh, I was sharing some what I call personal mottos about uh, that, that God had put in my heart. Um, I was on a trip from Virginia back to Georgia, driving by myself, uh, and discovered I had some real cynicism and resentment uh, in my own heart about a couple of uh, very successful ministries. Um, and, and, and I just sort of carried this in my own heart. And, and God began to deal with me about that. So I talked more about that in the previous uh, 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 podcast. Uh, but to continue on, I shared, I shared two principles that God has spoken to me uh, that I carry in my own life now. In fact, I've got them on a little framed poster that I keep in my office. The first one was, I will remember to be positive about trusting the Lord and acting in faith. The second one was, I will not speak ill of or against another Christian who is striving to obey the Lord's call in his or her life. Well, I I sort of uh, uh, unwrapped those uh, in the previous podcast. I want to get to the last two because they, they sort of end up building on each other. This was the third of what I call personal mottos that, uh, that the Lord gave me uh, on that drive back from Virginia to, uh, to Georgia. This is the third one. I will learn from those who have had the courage and boldness to persevere in doing what God has called them to do. One more time. I will learn from those who have had the courage and boldness to persevere in doing what God has told them to do. Uh, I've discovered that there have been times in my life I've not wanted to learn from people. And generally when that's the case, I'm dealing with my own insecurities. I'm, I'm very certain I've missed opportunities that God wanted God wanted to sort of push my life to, to a, a, a different level of fruitfulness and effectiveness for him. But it meant that I had to have the humility to acknowledge I don't know how to do something. And I've been too insecure to acknowledge that. that I've, 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 not, I've been afraid to have the posture of a, of a learner of a student. You know, the whole concept of being a student, to be a disciple, is a, is a humility requirement. You think about that. You have to say, I don't know something. I'm not good at this. And somebody has to teach me. And, and there's our own pride, our own insecurity, our own fear that often will mask uh, with it will mask itself with with some pretense that we give, and we try to fake our way through. I've heard and used it myself. Somebody will say, "Well, just fake it till you make it." Well, that's that's really absurd for all of us to live that way. 
there comes a time when you, you, you discover in your life, I've got to learn from somebody. And when I start to learn from somebody, I've got to, I'm looking for people who can really teach me about courage and boldness and faithfulness. I need that. I need that in this season of my life right now. In fact, I'm, I'm, I sense that the older I get, the more I need to be a student. And I find myself praying repeatedly, Lord, help me learn from those who are doing far more than I'll ever dream or ever be able to do. Help me to have the humility to, to learn from those who had who had courage and boldness, we'll come back to those in a moment, to persevere in doing what God has told them to do. Uh, when I look at, at people who, who have accomplished great things for God, whether it's great things that we, dis, that we describe that are, would be considered successful on any account, or whether it's somebody who's not really known in the world, but God, God counts them successful. They had to persevere in doing what God called them to do. They had to continue to learn. They had to work through their mistakes. They had to continually be a learner in getting to the fullness, the fulfillment of what it was that God wanted their life to be about. So that's my third personal motto, that, that I want to continue to have a learning posture from those who've had boldness and courage to persevere in doing what God has called them to do. Uh, that's one reason I read uh, uh, Christian biographies or somebody's autobiography. Uh, you learn a lot. If they're honest in their story, you learn a lot about what it is to trust God, even in the failures, to persevere. The fourth motto reads this. I will remember that boldness and courage are components of true spiritual maturity and not be deterred by those who laugh at, mock, ridicule, or are cynical about what God has laid in my heart. Let me say that again. I will remember that boldness and courage are components of true spiritual maturity and not be deterred by those who laugh at, mock, ridicule, or are cynical about what God has laid in my heart. Have you ever had a, a sense of a dream and a vision from God that God wanted you to do something, but you found yourself hesitant to do it? Maybe you were hesitant because you wanted to confirm it was from God. That's, that's a very healthy kind of hesitancy to, to pray, to seek the counsel of other people. That's, that's a healthy way to go at it. But sometimes when God's speaking to us, we, we shy away from it because we're afraid we will fail. We're afraid that somebody's going to laugh at us. Uh, and worse than that, somebody's going to mock us. Somebody's going to ridicule us. People are going to be, somebody's going to be cynical about it. And, you know, it doesn't take much to deflate one's uh, one's dreams and one's heart if somebody starts to mock you, if somebody ridicules you, particularly if they, if they do it to other people. You know, you, you share something that God's put in your heart. Uh, uh, and, then, and then somebody 
they hear that and they turn, even in your own presence, they turn to somebody else and say, can you believe that? That, that Beecham thinks he can do something like that, that God would use him? What an idiot. Who does he think he is? You can't do that. You know, all of the negative stuff that happens. It's important to remember that boldness and courage. Have you noticed how often those words occur in the Bible? You think about Moses speaking to Joshua, getting ready to go into the promised land, promised land of, of boldness and courage. You think about the Apostle Paul using the language of boldness. You think in the book of Acts, in the early Christian preaching, they were full of boldness, the Bible says. And uh, that, that boldness and courage, not arrogance now, that's a different story. Not, not pride, not self-sufficiency, but boldness and courage are components of true spiritual maturity. That's a maturity that says my value is not really in so much in what other people think about me. My value is in what God has said about me. And, and, and there's a growth that occurs in that. And so we learn that what God has put in our heart we can begin to trust that. It doesn't mean you run off and do something stupid. It doesn't mean that you don't find people that you, that you submit these things to. And if you submit them to them, you've got to be willing to learn from them. They may say to you, you know what, the timing's not right about this, or that what you're talking about maybe, maybe doesn't fit Scripture very well. Well, to hear that person say that, you've got to have that learning spirit again. But if they are speaking to you in a way that is meant to, to help shape and conform God's purpose in your life, you can receive that, process that, and become a better follower of Jesus and actually produce more fruit. All of this process is to some extent what Jesus talks about in John chapter 15, where he's talking about pruning, pruning the vine. And he prunes our thinking. He, he prunes our spirit, our attitude. And he does all of that actually for his own glory and to, to, to produce more fruit that will advance his kingdom. Well, those four mottos, they're important to me. They continue to be a part of my life. They're part of our, what I think are, are significant pieces as we think about leadership, as we think about obeying Jesus. At the end of the day, all of us as followers of Jesus are disciples before we're anything else. Thanks for taking time to listen. Bless you.